The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Well, good afternoon. Welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan, and it's wonderful to be with you today, and I'm so glad you could join me. You can catch Purse Strings every Tuesday right here, 3 o'clock Eastern, Each and every week, you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country, the 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending, the woman. Well, first up, we're going to be talking about mommy bloggers today, and we're going to actually be talking to a mommy blogger, but you've probably been aware of a lot of the situations swirling out there around trying to control what marketers are reaching out to and empowering mommy bloggers to speak about. First, it was the Federal Trade Commission. I talked about this on an earlier episode of Purse Strings. Now, you may remember that this summer, the FTC plans to determine whether bloggers, now that includes mommy bloggers, and also the companies and the PR agencies that work with them, whether they should be held to the same advertising standard that bans deceptive or unfair business practices. So we're eagerly anticipating that ruling. In the meantime, you know, the agency may choose to go after bloggers for any false claims or failure to disclose receipt of a free product or of payment. So, you know, bloggers may be taking a lot of risk um, promoting products once the FTC uh, really puts the hammer down. So that's, that's going on. At the same time, there's a number of mom bloggers out there that apparently are feeling a lot of pressure to write about products. They feel like they've been bombarded by marketers with product reviews and free samples and everything kind of swirling at them, and they just want to call a break. In fact, they want to call it a vacation. They're going to take the week of August 10th. They're calling it a PR blackout, and they're refusing to post anything that would promote a brand, um, even smack of marketing. So that's certainly going to be interesting. It's caused a lot of chatter in the blogosphere. Who's going to actually be participating will be interesting to watch. And then, of course, the spin on it all is going to be interesting to watch as well. So we're going to get one mommy blogger's take on that in just a moment. But first, our purse profile for the day is the Prada Professional. Now, this is a woman committed to her career, but also trying to balance her life. Even though she spends a ton of time on the job, she's also trying to have a family life. Now, this woman is about age 36. She's gone to college. She's married. She's a parent. And she has a median household income of about $150,000. She wants to keep her um, focus on her relationships. She is interested in possessions. She's a practical purchaser. She thinks, in fact, that she has a very practical outlook on life. 
And, you know, her looks are important to her. She likes to keep up with the latest fashions, and she wants to stand out in the crowd. Now, again, this woman is a workaholic, and she comes right out and says it. She's very happy with her standard of living. She wants to be at the top of her career, and it's important to her that her family thinks that she's doing well. But life is more than work, and she does like to spend that time with family. She's interested in the arts and travel, other cultures, but she's also really interested in her home. It's a huge part of who she is. And she also considers herself very environmentally conscious. Now, what is she shopping for? Well, she's out there shopping Calvin Klein and Armani. She's shopping at Neiman Marcus and Nordstrom and Pottery Barn and Target. She's driving a BMW, a Jeep, an Audi and Toyota. And she's really into simple green, those household products that are green. So if you're a marketer, how do you connect with the Prada professional? Well, of course, she's reading magazines and she's watching cable and network TV and getting her information online. So she's looking at magazines like Real Simple, Harper's Bazaar, InStyle, Shape, Vanity Fair, Cooking Light, and Martha Stewart Living. She's watching E! Food Network, TLC, TBS, and Discovery Health Channel, along with uh, Desperate Housewives, The Office, Grey's Anatomy, and America's Next Top Model. And she's online a lot. She's looking at money, travel, and news sites like MSNBC, Orbitz, Ask, CNN, New York Times, and Amazon. Well, my guest for the program is a mommy blogger, Kimberly Vetrano of She Scribes. Kimberly is a mom, a wife, a home business owner, a freelance writer, a photographer, and as she likes to say, a mini zookeeper. She blogs about life in general, her own crazy life, current events, and she also does product reviews, book reviews, and giveaways. So we're going to get her take on a lot of different things, including the fractured blogosphere and also that PR blackout. So stick around for Purse Strings when we return. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Her strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Does your website need a bailout? Looking for a conversion rate stimulus package? Do you need a website improvement to-do list? 
on target a subscription service from future now and brian eisenberg monitors your website 24 7 analyzing the actions of every potential customer it gives you a to-do list it tells you exactly what to fix and how to fix it so that more of your visitors do what you need them to do on target pricing starts at one thousand dollars a month see more at futurenowinc.com slash on target i'm brian eisenberg and i approve this message Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. Stay ahead of the trends with Affiliate Marketing Insider. Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Well, welcome back to Purse Strings. Joining me today is Kimberly Vetrano of She Scribes. Kimberly, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you, Maria. Oh, I'm so excited to have you on. And for those people out there who may not have found She Scribes, can you talk a little bit about it and tell us how long you've been blogging? Well, I originally started my blog back in April of 2008. I have a home business, and I heard so many great things from other business owners saying that, oh, you should really do a blog for your business. It helps to promote your business and market your business. But after doing that for about a month or so, I realized that, you know what, this is not really the kind of blogging I want to do. I want to blog more about my life, my family, maybe current events, you know, things that's going on in the real world. So my blog kind of shifted directions. So I went from being a business blog to more of a, I guess you say, everyday kind of blog. Some people might call it a mommy blog or a women's blog, but it's, it's, it's definitely shifted focus from its original intent. Okay, and so you kind of changed the shift of focus. Can you talk a little bit about what you blog about these days? Um, well, I'm a, I'm a mother and I'm a wife, business owner. Um, I consider myself a mini zookeeper, so I, I blog about my family, about my children, my pets, um, current events. I do a lot of product reviews. Um, if I hear about a, an interesting charity or a great website that I come across, I like to blog about that. If I find something humorous on the Internet, you know, I like to share it with my readers, too. Um, it seems these days I do a lot more um, product reviews and personal posts more than anything else. Okay, okay. And you, you get a lot of moms coming to your site, don't you? Can you describe who visits your site and who really engages with you on a regular basis? Well, recently I did a demographic survey because I had those same questions myself. You know, so I was curious to know exactly who are these people that are coming to my blog and after I did my survey, I was quite interesting. It was interesting to find that a lot of my blog readers are women in the same age range as I am, in the 41 to 51 age range, um, followed closely in second place by the 31 to 40 year olds. So I was quite surprised at that because it seems, you know, interesting that the women that are coming to my blog are the same age as me. Um, 80% of my uh, blog readers have children like myself. And a lot of my blog readers come from the southern states and from the Midwest, which I find interesting since I'm in the Northeast. Um, more than half of my, read my blog readers are stay-at-home mothers, and about a good 30% of them are employed outside of the home. And I believe, if I remember correctly, about 65% of my blog readers are also blog. They also have their own blogs. Oh, that's really interesting. And do you find that you also read other people's blogs? Is that something that happens fairly often in the blogger world? Yes, yes. As a matter of fact, it's, I, I honestly must subscribe to at least, I'd have to say at least two dozen blogs that I re read on a daily basis. And they kind of, you know, a lot of them are people a lot like me. 
because it's interesting to see how other people would handle the same situations or what their day-to-day life is like. Um, basically, I read blogs for a variety of different things. Some bloggers are very funny, so I enjoy the, the humor. Some are more like on top with current events and political issues, so I kind of like go to them for those things. Um, but I find a lot of my blog readers do the same thing. They have a few favorites that they're loyal to and they read on a daily basis um, because each blog kind of gives you a little bit something more. Like, they're not all just the same kind of blog. Each blog brings something different into your life. Oh, that's, that's interesting. And what kind of blogs do you seek out? I'm just curious because since you, you've kind of stated the focus of your blog, I was wondering which, which blogs, and you don't have to give the names, but just kind of what content is interesting to you. Um, I like to read about um, women who are, like, career-minded. I mean, currently I'm a stay-at-home mom and I have my own business, but, you know, one day I hope to get back into the, the real world with careers. And, you know, I'm just interested to know, like, I, like, what's going on in the career world today for women. I read a lot of blogs who women are similar like me. They're stay-at-home moms. Just to kind of see, like, you know, how they run their day-to-day life differently than mine or maybe they do things the same way as mine. Um, there's other blogs I read because they're really in touch with, like, brands and, you know, a lot of things that I buy for my own family. So it's, you know, like if I want a, a review on a toy for my child, you know, I'll, I'll go, I'll, I'll actually go to bloggers first before I'll go to, like, just, like, um, let's say Walmart, for example, because I feel that I can relate more to the blogger because I'm a blogger myself. So I feel right. like there's more authenticity in that kind of review than it would be, and going just to Walmart with somebody I wouldn't have a rapport with. Um, yeah, and there's like one blogger I read on a daily basis because she just writes about life, but she writes it in such a funny way that if you need, a, you need an instant laugh, you just read her blog, and then, you know, your whole day starts off on the right foot because she just made you laugh so much. Tell me a little bit about what you think people are coming to your site for. What is it that they're attracted to, do you think? Um, I think a lot of it has to do because... Knowing that my demographics, a lot of women are the same age as me, so perhaps they want to see how my daily life is like, you know, compared to their daily life. Um, A lot of the women that come to my blog are stay-at-home moms like myself, and I know that being a stay-at-home mom, sometimes you feel disconnected from the real world, and perhaps this is just a way of connecting with other people. Um, A lot of my blog readers do leave me comments, and I make a conscious effort to reply back to them, so... In a way, it's like building um, friendships with people, rapport with people. You know, if someone has a question about something I wrote, I'll be more than happy to answer it with them. Um, I, you know, like I read about maybe um, events that they might have not have known about in the news. Uh, if I happen to see a good movie, you know, and they're like curious to know what I thought of that movie, I'll, you know. Um, I think you're coming for a variety of reasons. Just, it's almost like with the reality TV being so huge these days. Think maybe in a way, like almost like visiting someone's blog. It's almost like that same reality TV. It's like a glimpse into somebody else's life, and sometimes people like that. It's it's kind of like people watching, but on the internet. And I think that <laughs> I you love know, that. that, that I love that people. example. It is like people watching only on the internet, and it's also a way, I guess, to kind of get a sense of. Um, kind of check the temperature of what's going on with current events and, and that type of thing. I would imagine, though, that these days it's, it becomes increasingly maybe, I don't know, maybe not, but a little bit competitive with the number of blogs out there. Have you seen your readership grow over the past year, for example, or do you feel that the number of blogs out there, we know there's so many being created every day, if that's really creating a more fractured audience? 
Um, I have to answer yes to both parts. Um, since I started my blog in April of last year, I mean, obviously, my readership and my subscriber base has, you know, grown considerably. Um, I personally don't feel the effect with the number of blogs out there as far as my blog's concerned because everyone has their own little niche, you know, in the blogging world. And I think there's more than enough room for a whole bunch of blogs to be there. But, yeah, I do notice that there's a lot more blogs coming onto the, the scene these days. And some people almost like it's just a, a passing fad with some people because they don't realize that there's a lot of effort that goes in behind it because some people just think, okay, I'm going to, you know, slap up a post and people are just going to come following me. And it, it's more than that. It takes a lot more work. You've got to, like, post daily. You've got to post content that people are really interested in. So I think that after a while, a lot of people lose their steam and they just kind of drop out of, of doing their blogs. Um, but, yes, there are a lot more blogs popping up these days. I mean, <laughs> pretty much every day. There's probably, like, hundreds of blogs that pop up. But whether or not they're going to last a week, a month, or a year, that is yet to be seen. Well, and we know that a lot of companies out there are trying to work closer with blogs such as yours, and mm -hmm. there's many, many, many benefits to doing so for the companies, but I would imagine that there could be some potential negatives. Can you talk about both sides, both the positives and the negatives of working with companies? Um, well, I think from a, a, a female blogger point of view that, as you know, like, you know, women are makeup, um, they do most of the shopping for the households and for the families. So I think getting in touch with women and what women are looking for as far as products and brands and, and toys for their kids or food they put on the table, I think um, companies can benefit more from knowing what they're looking for, things they like, things they, things they don't like, things they wish they were on the market. Um, it's How can I put this? Um, it's, and also blogs have a huge outreach. So, like, if you connect with uh, one blogger, and they happen to have a thousand people that are following them, for example. You know, you got that, that all those people that you potentially outreach all those people with your product. And in a way, I think the way I look at it is, if a lot of times companies spend a lot of money on like advertising in newspapers, well, there's another way to reach a large audience too. And let that would be like let's say sending a toaster to a blogger to do a review on. If you you know if you had a new toaster on the market. Um, yeah, you can advertise in a newspaper, too, but to have that blogger try the toaster out and to let you know, wow, you know, this is really great. This helped make my morning routine a lot more easier, and this is just like a really great toaster, and their readers read that, and it kind of piques their curiosity that they're more likely to perhaps go out and look for that toaster on the market rather than they would if they just saw a picture of it in a newspaper. If it, you know, Do you know what I mean by that? Oh, absolutely. I completely get it, and I think that... The power that a blog holds is pretty incredible. You know, you just know from the stats that we've, I always talk about here on Purse Strings, that moms are much more um, available for messages in, in the blogosphere because they feel like that it's coming from a trusted source. Another person just like them, someone who kind of believes may, maybe a similar lifestyle or have similar preferences, and it feels more like a review as opposed to seen an ad or some other form of communication. So right. the, the value, I think, is, is, is kind of baked in there. Well, when I do, when I, you know, personally, when I do reviews, I always try to, I just, like, I, I know some bloggers out there will do a review that almost looks like a copy and paste of a press release, and then they toss in a few sentences, oh, I liked it, it was good. And to me, that's not authentic. Like, per, when I do my reviews, I kind of incorporate it into my family's life. 
you know, if I'm, I'm reviewing a hair product for my child, my, myself and my daughter, I will incorporate, okay, you know, my daughter and I try to do this, our morning routines are like that, and this product helped us or didn't help us because. And I know that when I um, talk to my blog readers, they appreciate that about my posts because I'm more genuine and more authentic about the review itself rather than just saying, okay, here's a press release, I'm going to plop it onto the, the post, and yeah, I like the product, it was great. Because I think when you have, when you're more authentic and you're more real, I think people, like, they, they're more likely to um, believe you what you say rather than be like, oh, okay, well, this, this sounds so flat, this doesn't really do any, any good for me. But if you can show people how it helps, you know, what benefit it has in your real life or how, how come, you know, why you truly do enjoy this product, I think it has more value to it. Yeah, I absolutely believe that is the case. Do you think from the company perspective, and of course I'm asking you to speak for companies, so you may not you may not want to do so, but do you feel like that now, especially since there's been so much more of a company-to-blog relationship, and I think that readers certainly see that, and, and as you said, you're very transparent about it. Do you feel like there's any negative for a company that maybe it feels like they're less authentic because they're coming to a blog? I mean, do you think that there's any possibility of that at all? Well, when I did my demographic survey, one person left a comment for me, which I really took to heart, and she said that she really does not like it at all that all of a sudden all the blogs that she used to enjoy going to are all pushing the same brands. And she said it's really a turnoff, which I can on- I honestly agree with that. I mean, because I read about two dozen blogs a day, and it kind of... Yeah, after a while, when you see like you know twelve of the the twenty four blogs you read, all pushing the same brand or the same company or the same product, you kind of say to yourself, um, "Okay, well, you know, this is not what I'm really here for." You know, I, I want it to be a little bit more genuine. Um, I, I think the negative side is when companies try to push to a whole bunch of bloggers at the same time. I think what they really need to do is strike up a good relationship with a, a smaller handful of bloggers. This way, it, they're not saturating um, the blogosphere with, the, with their product, which is really going to be a turnoff after a while, but rather if they build a good rapport and good relationship with a select number of bloggers, then I think that helps, honestly, I think that would help more with the brand than saturating the market with it. And another thing I really think that companies need to do is understand um, the blogger they're approaching and their demographics, because I get pitches on a daily basis and sometimes things are pitched to me, and it makes me wonder, like, if the company ever bothered to read my blog. You know, I have nothing against, like, you know, sexual products. You know, I mean, that's for some people. But if you read my blog, you would see that, you know, I write about my kids. I write about my pets. I write about this funny video I saw on YouTube, and it just doesn't fit my, my blog. And I understand they're trying to market their products and everything, but if they would have taken the time to check out my blog, they would understand why. I would have to decline on it. And I really think, uh, like, um, I think they should really know the demographics and they should know the blog or maybe read a few of their posts to get an idea of their writing style before actually making a pitch. Because I think that helps with the relationship more so than just sending things out like mass, the mass audiences and hoping that a few people take the bite. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's really smart. I think a laser-focused approach makes a lot of sense. And, you know, if you look beyond blogs to advertising, um, that's exactly what advertising is doing is trying to take a, a laser approach because there's fewer and fewer marketing dollars these days. And so you have to really make those dollars work harder at the same time really feel authentic 
to the brand. So I think that's that's super smart. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, I want to talk just a little bit about that PR blackout around mom blogs and get Kimberly's take on that. So stick around, more purse strings in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Purse strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Did you know? 99designs is a leading marketplace for graphic design on the internet. Did you know? 99designs connects you to a community of over 35,000 designers who will compete to do the best work for you. Did you know? 99designs allows you to post projects for logo design, web page design, t-shirt design, and more. Did you know? 99designs projects the average of over 70 different design options for a price that you set. 99designs. When designers compete, you win. Hey affiliates, do you find it a challenge monetizing traffic from the UK, France, or India? You need offers that will appeal to all of your visitors, no matter where they come from. AdsMarket.com has met this challenge and has turned it into a science. AdsMarket.com gets results for publishers and advertisers with a winning formula. The combination of offers, worldwide traffic, and AdsMarket's up-close and personal media management is exactly the boost needed to monetize international audiences. AdsMarket.com the science of performance. This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebOffer.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to PRWebOffer.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online news release and content distribution service. Ready to learn to be a mass marketing mastermind? Take some notes from the godfathers of mass distribution. Inbox, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And we're back. I'm joined today by Kimberly Petrano of She Scribes, and we've been talking a lot about uh, the She Scribes blog and also um, kind of the the push and pull of corporate America approaching blogs and really the value that's inherent in blogs. And at the top of the show, I talked a little bit about around the um, the buzz. Uh, for the August 10th PR blackout for mom blogs. And the gist of this is that some people out there feel that the so-called mommy blogs have just become tools for public relations. Kimberly, I'm curious what your take is on this. Um, well, first of all, I do, I do not on a personal level, but I do know the woman whose idea it was um, to have this PR blackout. And it wasn't meant, you know, I, I, the terminology was probably the wrong choice. Because it, that, it, shouldn't, it wasn't meant to be, see, unfortunately, it's been taken so out of content that, content that the original intent of the PR blackout has been turned around to, you know, the bloggers versus the PR companies, which is not the case at all. 
the, the original idea of it was that some bloggers started their blogs just to write about themselves and their families, and after a while they got really involved with pushing brands and reviews and things like that. And it was just a way of like stepping back for just one week in time to just write back, you know, go back to the way it was when you first started your blog, write about your family, your career, you know, do you go to college, what classes you take. It's more so to get back to the genuine person behind the blog because sometimes people forget that, hey, you know what, there is a real person behind this blog because all that they see are these brands and these press releases and everything that often they may not think that there's a real person there. They might just think that there's like all these robot blogs out there. So the whole idea of that, taking that week off is just kind of like to step back, go back to posting about who you are, who you are, who you, what your family's like, just to get back to show your readers that you're a genuine person, that you're a real person. And I think, unfortunately, a lot of bloggers took that as, you know, this, this evil intent to go against the, you know, the bite the hands that feed you, so to speak, because sometimes bloggers think that PR companies are just there to give them things and you're biting off the hand that feeds you, and that's not the case at all. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'm not going to say either way. I, I mean, I'm not going to, like, um, say I'm for it or against it, but I do think that was a good idea. Um, about two weeks ago, I kind of did my own version of a blackout, you know, so to speak, but not because I didn't want to write about brands or do reviews or giveaways. It's because my family was on vacation. So rather than worry about, oh, i got to do this review and that giveaway, you know what, I'm just going to write about my family and our vacation. You know, I wrote about going to the beach, I threw up pictures of my family, and my readers love that because they felt more connected with me and they felt they, they knew the person behind the blog more so than just someone who slaps press releases up. And I think it's a good idea for all bloggers. You know, I mean, it's great, don't get me wrong, it's great to work with companies, it's great to do press, you know, press releases and product reviews and giveaways, but I think you need to take, you step back from time to time and make sure you write posts about who you are so that your readers don't get lost with everything else and forget that you're a real person, too. And I'm just, yeah, it's just it, sad it that people more put all their content. that way, doesn't it? I'm sorry, what? I, I said that feels a lot more authentic if you, I think there would be a challenge if you're just always kind of churning the reviews that your personality could get lost in all of that. So it feels that yeah. it, you would want to kind of make sure that that blog remains authentic. And that was the whole idea behind the blackout. Like I said, I think the terminology was probably like wrong to call it a blackout per se, but the whole idea of it was just exactly that, just to step back in the post about just who you are so that people remember that, you know, you are this person and this is your blog. And unfortunately, a lot of other bloggers and a lot of companies got really upset about this whole thing, and there was really no need to be because... It wasn't like people are shunning public relations or companies. It's just that they wanted to take one week out of this month, you know, of August, just to write about who they were. Now, mm-hmm. I don't personally think you need a whole week and you have to get a whole bunch of people together to do it. I mean, all bloggers should think about doing it maybe once a week, you know, maybe once every other week. Just every now and then at least take the time out to just write about who you are. Write about your hopes, your dreams, you know, because... That really lets the readers know that you know, hey, wow, you know what, you are a genuine person. You know, so mm-hmm. I just, I just, think, I'm really sad to see that it got taken so out of context because that's not the way it was intended. Yeah, yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see on August 10th what happens with that and how many blogs participating. Kind of what is the take? 
from the general blogosphere on that specific day. Now, mm-hmm. now let's look a little bit into the future, if you would, um, in about the minute or two that we have left. Where do you see blogs going over the next several years? Do you still feel like that they will continue to be really incredibly popular? Um, honestly, yes. I think that the more that people hear about blogs and all the you know the things that blogs do and you know like just the idea of like wow these blogs can do this and that and the other that I think it interests people, but I don't think it's the momentum's going to last forever. I think as with anything else, it's going to evolve and it's going to change. So you know maybe in the next year or two, the number of blogs might increase and they might be as wildly popular. But I think as as of anything else, I think everything eventually runs its its time. You know, runs its Steam, loses its steam, and eventually people move on to other things. I mean, am I thank you saying that all blogs are going to disappear? No, absolutely not. But I think the the, the huge rush for people to make up blogs that's probably going to slow down after a while. Yeah, it'll be interesting to watch for sure. People are still going to be taking advantage of blogs and reading blogs, but whether or not it keeps up the pace, we'll just have to see. Well, Kimberly, we're going to have to wrap it up. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you. Yeah, well, and for those out there who want to know more about She Scribes, check it out. It's SheScribes.com. And thanks to my producer, George, for another great show. Join me next week for another edition of Purse Strings. I'll be joined by Arielli 2 of Studio 2. Arielli is a designer who's created some of the more innovative accessories for Nike for women. And she's opened her own shop now and we'll get her take on what goes into feminized design and why it's so incredibly important in getting women to love your product. That's next Tuesday, 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Until then, thanks so much for joining me today. Make it a great one.